Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. What a beautiful presence of God in here tonight. Wow. Anybody come expectant? I think we already, we already agreed to that, didn't we? But there's nothing like living in the expectation of what God's about to do in your life. And I believe tonight's a night of miracles. You ready for it? I believe God is a God of breakthrough. And no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what your circumstances are, God's bigger than your circumstances. You need to believe that. Oh boy, God far outweighs your circumstances. And He's the God of the breakthrough. Jesus. Why don't you just lift your hands toward heaven right there, right now. We, we've come, God, we've come believing tonight. We've come, God, knowing that your word is above every single thing, God. Every thought, every obstacle, every doubt, every fear. Your word, Lord God. We declare tonight that the word of God is quick and powerful, able to divide doubt and fear, able to divide, Lord, thought patterns and bring your glory so, Father, tonight we pray that the glory of God would fall all over this place right now in Jesus' name. Lord, let your glory fall. Let miracles start to happen right now in Jesus' name. God, let hope begin to arise right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, we declare it right now that faith arise in this place and bring victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody yelled and shouted. Amen. 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 Well, a faith night. I think we just need to break into it. And we need to believe that miracles happen in every part of this meeting. Now, the Word of God, let let me just say this before we go there, that the Word of God is absolute. All right? So there's nothing higher than the Word of God. And when God says it, it's a possibility and it's able to happen in your life, okay? You don't have to have any title. You don't have to have any position. All you have to do is believe God's Word, okay? The thief on the cross, all he said was, remember me. Pretty simple. Jesus, remember me. Never prayed a prayer. Never We never went to Bible college. Remember me. Very, very powerful. Whoever you are tonight, I want you right now just to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is in this house, that he came with you, that he's here tonight to restore, to break through, to bring hope, and to release you from anything in your past. It's generally our past that holds us back. It's our past and our circumstances that reduce us to what the enemy wants to hold us in. But God wants you to have victory tonight. And so in your dreams, in your hopes, in your aspirations, in your health, in your body, I'm believing tonight that God's going to break shackles off people, set them free in Jesus' name. If God could do it for me, He can do it for anybody here. So let's declare that atmosphere right now. Father, we declare and we activate a supernatural spirit of faith all over this room. I thank you, God, that you said in your word that if you are for us, nothing can be against us. 
So we proclaim your word tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hold on to it. Grab a hold of it. Hold a seat for a minute. And uh, we'll just go to the word of God. So take a seat for a mo. I love Mark 11. It's one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible. It's kind of where I live because I think everything that we believe is by faith, all right? By faith. By faith, by our declaration of faith, we are saved in Jesus' name, all right? By, so by faith, we believe that we receive the Holy Spirit and we are baptized in the Holy Spirit and we become more powerful in any circumstance around us. So it's by faith, all right? So Mark 11 is a very powerful verse. It says in verse 22, it says, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. How simple is that? Have faith in God. Simple as that, guys and girls, have faith in God. So you pray for people, you believe for miracles, you set an atmosphere. We have great worshipers that have disappeared on me that declare and make an incredible atmosphere available to us for us to step in there and claim what God's got for us. So it goes on to say in verse 23, for assuredly I say to you, Whosoever says to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he or she says will be done, he will have whatsoever he says. That's a Bible I just read to you. We're not reading from Woman's Day or Mad Magazine or anything. That is the Bible. It is the basic truth. It is the the, the element that will take you into your victory from wherever you are right now. And I want to say this, it is ridiculous that statements like that can be made. And yet if you step by faith into them, you can receive whatever God, listen to it again. People have said to me, I shared it with a guy the other day. He said, that's ridiculous. For assuredly, I say to you, who says to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says to it. That's ridiculous. Let's face it. But if God's for you, he makes it a total possibility. And when God's on your side, nothing shall be impossible. So we can believe for the miraculous tonight. We can believe that God's Word is the absolute truth. And that's why the Bible says, count it all joy. Count it all joy. When there's any obstacles against you, because happiness has nothing to do with circumstances. I want to tell you that our joy comes from the Word of God and the truth. And it's a conviction on the inside that unlocks you from the natural and releases you into the supernatural. So all over this place, that's why Paul said, I count it all joy. This guy had nothing to be happy about. He was imprisoned. He'd been shipwrecked, beaten, whipped. But he said, I count it all joy. And friend, I want to tell you tonight, we've got to lift our perspective beyond what we see in the natural and onto what God has for us in the realm of faith. And all over this place tonight, I believe there are miracles here because Paul went on to say, Let's, let patience have its perfect work so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Gideon is in a wine press. His relations have been pestering him forever. It's amazing how things that are close to you are sometimes the things that can lock you down and stop you from having faith. Sometimes it's the people that are real close to you that will, that will cause your focus to come off God and you get troubled in your own heart. Sometimes it's the things that are really close around you, your circumstances that are close by. Gideon is being... Gideon and the Israelites are being attacked by the 
Amalekites who are different, distant relations of theirs. And sometimes it's the people that are close to you that'll try to rip off what God wants you to have in victory in your life. So Gideon's hiding in a wine press. Instead of being up on a mountain where you'd normally thresh wheat, he's hiding in a wine press and God turns up. And let me tell you, whatever, regardless of your circumstances, God can turn up in your place right now. Regardless of how bad it looks, regardless how difficult it looks, God can turn up right where you are right now and bring His power to bear in your life. And God can call you things that you're not. It is ridiculous that God would call a man called Gideon who's, uh, who's undoubtedly locked down in fear, that's afraid of his circumstances, hiding from the enemy in a, in a wine press where he's not meant to be doing what he's meant to be. But how, nonetheless, one thing you can give to Gideon, he didn't stop, he kept doing what he's doing. And I love people who keep pushing through. And I wanna tell you, faith demands that we will not stop, that we will not quit, but we'll keep pushing through and believe that if God's for us, what can stop us and what can be against us? As ridiculous as it may seem, what the doctors may have said to you, God's Word says that I can overcome that and I can break the power of that Word over your life and you can go on and live in victory. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous that I stand in front of you tonight who was told that I'll be paralyzed for life because of a serious broken neck injury and that I would not walk again and here I am standing in front of you. It's ridiculous, friend, that God would intervene in the words of, in the words of man, that God would come in between that and say, I cancel those words and I give you hope through my word because my word is above every other thing. I love the word of God. I place it above everything in my life. I stand here tonight because of the word of God, not because of clever confession, not because of some positive confession that I make, but because God's word is above every obstacle in your life that God can unlock families, that in Gideon's case, God can call you what you are not, a mighty man of valor. Are you kidding me? The guy's locked down in fear. He's afraid of his enemies. He's hiding. He's afraid to come out from where, and yet God says, I don't care what circumstance you're in, I'll call you what you're not, and what I call you, you will be. And I declare over this place tonight that whatever's holding you back, that you would be released from that in this meeting tonight, and that you would rise up into a whole new expectation of what God's got for you. Whoever you are, regardless of your circumstances, in your marriage, your family, your home, because God God has a plan for you and he already won the victory for you. I love it, friend. It's called the gospel. That's why it's ridiculous that God would use a guy who was conceived out of wedlock and bring him into the kingdom of God at age 25 and anoint me with the power of the Holy Spirit and begin to birth in my life. I wasn't even wanting to know about church or people in it. And yet God would grip my heart and cause me to have a compassion for the lost and see thousands come to the foot of the cross and say yes to Jesus. It's ridiculous that I would walk into a prison in Tonga where they had a man chained to a wall. This is like 20 years ago now, but 25 years ago actually, that a man is chained to the wall and literally chained out in the open day. And, and we, Julia and I went in there. We didn't really know what we're doing. It's ridiculous what God will do for someone who is willing just to go and say, yes, Lord. And I don't know what the confession of your mouth is tonight, but if it be yes, Lord, let me tell you right now, David was the man who said, Lord, show me your ways. I wanna know what your ways are. 
David cried out. He said, God, if you'll show me your ways, I know that you can lead me and take me into the impossibilities of man and into the expectations of God. It's very, very simple if you'll just obey God's word. And, and God takes us, a young couple, and we go to the island of Tonga as missionaries and we go down there and they said, listen, we want you to go down there. We want you to help them out at the prison. So we go down and just our little family goes down. It's nothing, friend. It's like Gideon in his cave. And we go down. It seems ridiculous that they're saying, could you help bring God to this prison? Men, murderers, people out of control. And we wind up down at this prison and and we didn't really know what to do. I played the guitar a bit. And uh, so we just started singing some songs. They gave us a little room and four prisoners came on the first day. And it was pretty, to be honest with you, not a lot happened. The four of them already had, an, had some sort of a relationship with God. But that day they confirmed their relationship. And we prayed that they would carry power back into the very prison that they belonged in. And so we laid hands on them. It seems, it's ridiculous really that it seems so simple that Julia and I just laid hands on them and said, we want you to take power into that prison. We want you to take what's on us and bring it into the prison and cause a revival to happen in a prison in the island of Tonga. And so we prayed for them. We went home that night. The next, the next week when we went back, we had our little girl and and I can't remember what the details were, but we had to take her with us, Christy, our little daughter, and we took her into the prison as well. And I think she was three years old, Julia, am I right? She was three years old, just a little girl. And that day, the four prisoners came and they brought a fifth lady. There was one lady, the fifth lady arrived. And she arrived there and she looked like a very rugged lady and she looked like she'd had a horrendous past. And she came in and we've got nothing to offer outside of the, the power of an unseen God that inhabits our lives. And when we read the Word of God, He says, I will give you authority. I'll give you power that you can change the circumstances. When I talk this morning about being contagious, this is what I mean. You've got to get it on the inside of you. And we go into this prison and little uh, Christy is there and Julia has to pray for one of the ladies and she hands little Christy, our three-year-old daughter, over to this lady to hold on to. Well, I think while she taught some, uh, just a simple Bible lesson. Sometimes we want it to be spectacular. Sometimes we want it to be amazing. But God says, I'll take the smallest seed you'll give me. And, and, and tonight you need a miracle, but if you'll just give God your faith, if you'll just give God that little seed and step in and say, yeah, it's mine. Yeah, I'm taking hold of it tonight. And, and, and Julia handed our little girl over to this lady. The minute the lady held the little girl, she burst out crying and she wept and cried and, and uncontrollable weeping and ended up kind of barely able to hold little Christy because of the shaking and weeping. And we got our interpreter to ask what is going on there. And it turned out that this woman had murdered a three-year-old girl three years before that, and now the grace of God had visited her right in that prison cell, and God had handed her the very image of what she had taken advantage of those years before. And she broke down there, surrendered her life to Christ, and because God is a forgiving God, He forgave her that day as she cried out to God in repentance, and God delivered her and set her free. And it was the beginning of a mighty revival in that prison. 
A week later, I came in and they took me over and they showed me a man chained to the wall. He was chained to the wall and he was, he was a violent, angry man. There was nothing that could control this man. He was out of control. He had been possessed by demons, demonic spirits and unable to control his own anger and his own, his own feelings or emotions. And uh, I remember saying to the prison guards, I'm going to pray for him and God will deliver him. And they said, you can't even go near that man. He'll kill you if you get in. He was yanking on chains and, and just on the brink of being totally out of control. But I said, the love of God that's in me is greater than whatever is controlling his life. And the reality is tonight, the love of God is here to break you free from whatever chains are holding you back, friend. Whatever they are tonight, Jesus said, I will set you free. He's a chain-breaking God, and He's here tonight to bring victory to you. And I remember walking up and I said to the guards, I'm not afraid. And one of the things I'll tell you right now, one of the things that God will do to your life when he fills you with his power is you become non, it's ridiculous, but you become non-afraid. It's ridiculous. This stuff, most of what I'm telling you is ridiculous in the natural mind. To the natural mind, it doesn't make sense. And the guard said, you cannot go near him. And I walked right up to him. And as I got about half a step away from him, I reached out to give him a massive embrace. And instantaneously from heaven, the power of God came through the love of God and he melted and totally broke down and began to weep his heart out. And that day, a demon spirit left that man and he was never chained to that wall again. Why? Because of the power of an unseen God. It's ridiculous, but God wants to use every single way. You don't even have to, you can't be trained in that incidentally. No one, there's not a Bible college on this planet you can go to that'll equip you for that. They have no, most of them got no clue themselves on moving in the supernatural realm and canceling that sort of stuff. But you will know that when you read this book, that God will empower you to come against every odd and to see the victory that God has already won for you at Calvary. I want to tell you it's ridiculous in finance. It's ridiculous what God will do in finance. If you just trust Him tonight, there's a miracle in this house for you. I feel that I'm speaking to people tonight that need a breakthrough in every realm of what I'm talking about. Some of you need chains broken off your life. Some of you need mind-jamming mind words that have been spoken that have canceled you from living in the victory that God wants for you. You don't think Gideon had a thousand words that were whispering his ear that you're not enough, that you can't overcome. You can't even get out of this wine press, let alone, let alone take, on, take a nation on. And yet God said through his word that Gideon, you're a mighty man of valor and there's nothing that you cannot do with me by your side. It's ridiculous, friend, but I want to tell you right now, with God's power on our side, we can accomplish great things. You can break chains off your life. You can get rid of those mind-chattering lies of the enemy out of your mind, and you can start to live in the truth of God's Word. But tonight, we need to make a stand that this book is what I determined to stand on. In, in Psalm 68 and verse 1, my verse for tonight, it says, Let God arise. Let His enemies be scattered. Anything that is opposed to God's Word is an enemy of the cross, friend. And tonight, I determine we come against it in Jesus' name and we set people free and we cancel sickness and we cancel health problems and we cancel fear and we cancel chains that have held you back and we release you into the victory of God. If it's financial, then how ridiculous could it be that 
20 years ago now, actually we just celebrated our birthday, that Julia and I go out and pioneer a church, called it Inspire Church in New Zealand, in Auckland, New Zealand. God turns up and miracles start to happen and it begins to grow. We plant this church in one of the most expensive real estate places in New Zealand called the North Shore of Auckland, where property is excessive, it's crazy, it's ridiculous prices. And yet, nine, seven years, sorry, into that process, we believe that God speaks to us and says, get the dirt, buy some property. We were renting a building at that stage for 700, seven, yeah, $700,000 a year just for the rental of a building. So we decided it would be good to buy one and we found a building for $8.6 million. We had $250,000 in the bank. The banks all said to us, it's impossible for you to purchase a building with that sort of money. It would be ridiculous. Why are you even approaching us? Because we cannot lend you the money and you obviously cannot afford it. It's ridiculous, friend. But when God gets in the middle of man's plans, there's nothing that is impossible to God. So whether it's a health issue, whether it's your neck that's broken, whether you are in chains to bondage from your past, whether it's voices in your head that are locking you out of God's destiny tonight, I want to tell you that God is able to deliver and bring freedom to you tonight. Whether you've been broken, whether there's a curse over your life that holds you, like the woman in the prison cell, you may be held back by condemned by the thoughts of your past. I meet thousands of people who feel that one lady said to me the other day, if I walked into church, the roof would cave in because I've got so many bad things that have happened in my past. But how many know that God is far bigger than the bad things that happened in your past? He canceled them at Calvary and he made a way for you that no man could ever plan for you. And tonight God has freedom in this place for you. And this woman, I want to tell you, I declared God's love to her, prayed for her, and she got set free of the spirit that would lock her down from her past. God is able to bring victory into every person's life. Nobody's canceled out of that. With our measly deposit that we had for this building, we went to the bank and they told us, if you can raise a million dollars in four weeks, a million dollars cash deposit in the bank, then we'll give you with all the money we had raised, we needed then to raise about $7 million. And they said, we'll give you that if you can raise a million dollars and have it deposited in the bank. We didn't have a million. Everyone who rang me, I'd be asking you, do you have a million dollars for me? If you text me or tweeted me, do you have a million dollars? Whatever, any sign, I was after your money. And uh, we had four weeks in which to do it. We began to pray. And God, gave, God dropped the name of one individual into my spirit. I didn't know him. I've never met him in my life. Never knew him from a bar of soap. He lives in an entirely different city. And a person gave me his number and said, well, this guy, he's not a Christian, but you could, you could ring him. I know he's got funds. I rung him. And, and the truth is after 10 phone calls, when he said, don't you dare ring me again. Who the beep beep are you? Don't you ring me again. I got no money for you. And on the eve, on the eve, we needed the, the finance in the bank by the Friday afternoon at four o'clock. And at three o'clock, he said to me, don't ever ring me again, we've got no money for you. And I wanna tell you, this is where faith kicks in. And I said to my team, who do we believe, God or the circumstances? And that day we went out and we went out and we celebrated God's victory in our life. 
Julia and I went home that night. We prayed all night. God gave me a vision of a man walking into, well, first of all, in the vision, I, I received a phone call and he said, what is it about your God? Your God's bigger than I am. I want to meet you in Auckland. I'm flying into Auckland tomorrow and I'm going to give you the money. And I saw in a vision the man walking across the room and handing me the, the deed for the money. At seven o'clock the next morning, a man who's never rung me, who told me never to ring him again, rings me and says, I'm flying to Auckland tomorrow. I'll meet you at the Kingsgate Hotel because I don't know what it is about your God, but your God wouldn't let me sleep all night. And I want to get involved in the, in the chain, transformation of young lives. And this man flew to Auckland that day, met me in the hotel and handed the money over. And I want to tell you, it's ridiculous. But when God's on it, friend, there's nothing that can hinder the powerful love of a Saviour. Whether it's finance, whether it's your body tonight, whether it's chatterbox words in your past that have told you you're not good enough. I believe God's going to smash things in this place tonight. It might seem ridiculous in the natural, but when I read my Bible, God says with me, all things are possible. All things are possible. You can't just take a little bit. We can't say, well, it worked when I spoke and asked Jesus into my heart. It worked then. Faith is bigger than that. It works on every single aspect of life, in healing, in broken limbs, in sickness and disease of the physical body, in your organs that are out of order. God is able to do the miraculous. I was in a meeting the other night where a little girl and they brought the little girl to us and she had crippled legs. They were all wrinkled up. And there was nothing that seemed possible for this little girl. And yet in that meeting, we began to pray and usher in the presence of God. His glory began to fall all over the meeting. And I want to tell you that same glory is all over this meeting. It's like I can see a haze of God's glory ready for the miraculous in your life tonight. And this little girl came and I prayed for her and Nothing happened, which happens way too often in our lives. Nothing happened. And I was depressed. I was mad, this beautiful little girl. And you just want the little girl. You just want to make it better. You just want to make the little girl. I think she was like seven years old or something like that. And, and it just wasn't working. And you couldn't change it. And wish I put a photo up of her tonight, actually, of this little girl. But, and I had a friend with me, and he's got... He's been told that he's got five months to live. At the time, he was told five months to live and you're going to be dead. There's nothing we can do for you medically. But he believes that God is healing him. And, he's, and doctors now cannot explain, but he's fitter than a person his age without cancer who is walking by faith and believing God. It's all about God's Word. Anyway, I couldn't get this little girl healed. It was really annoying me. So I called him over. His name is Paul. And I actually went and got him. The little girl, I said, just stay there through the interpreter. And I went and got him and I brought him over. And the very second he laid his hands on this little girl, the crinkled and wrinkled up legs just formed out and came out into these most beautiful legs. And then we put her down and she stood up on these little legs that God had just given her. I want to tell you, we serve a God who is bigger than any circumstance in your life. I don't care any longer what the circumstances say. I do care what the Word of God says. And His Word says that 
what can limit the power of God? There are no limits to His power. God is without limits. And tonight we believe, and I've come to declare to you tonight, that whatever you're facing tonight, God is here to heal you, to deliver you, to set you free. And so right now I'm going to ask the musicians, just to, they're already here, but as you play, we're going to turn this into a miracle healing service, okay? And I want to pray for you tonight. I want your faith to be on that level, that we serve an unlimited God, that right here tonight there are miracles. And just as the music plays and as, even as the worshipers come tonight would be cool. And we're just going to get into a zone tonight and allow God's glory to come and bring His glory David said, Lord God, show me your glory. Moses said, God, what is that burning bush? And he saw it at a distance, but as he approached, he stood right in the very presence of God. I want to tell you tonight, let's approach the, the, the glory of heaven tonight. Let's approach our God tonight in awe and wonder of a God of creation who can heal you and deliver you tonight. If he does it for me, friend, he can do it for you. I believe there are people here tonight that you need miracles in your heart. You need miracles in your liver. You need miracles in your bowel. You need miracles in your kidneys. I believe tonight that there's a God here who is going to unlock the miraculous tonight. And we'll walk out of here with your miracle in the name of Jesus. So why don't you stand with me tonight? Right now, just stand with me. Let's stand in the presence of a King.